Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Everett Lead Show. Do I have everybody's attention now? Woo! Slamming Thursday edition. Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. Let's do this! Alright. Welcome to another edition of Thursday. Slamming edition of the Everett Lee Show. Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. How are you doing tonight there, Chris? I'm doing alright, man. I got NXT playing in the background because I was a little lazy with the wrestling. I have been here for a little while, uh, watching it wise. Been very rough. Been uh, uh, just going through some stuff right now, but I'm getting back on my feet. Today's been a good day. Uh, it's been a good day. Um, ate with the parents, grandparents, and my kids, and man, it was a it was a good day. Nice. All a good day. Nice. I do want to welcome you back this week. I did miss you last week, though, but I want to give a shout-out to David C. Russell, a Deathmatch Russell podcast, for stepping in and filling in for you last week. Yeah, thank you, David, for doing that, man. Uh, I appreciate that. And, yeah, I'm sorry, everybody, for last week. But my mind was not on the podcast. It was on other personal issues but all is well now and uh i'm back and i'm ready for this week hell yeah i'm i'm ready for this week man there's a lot going on there's definitely a lot going on and this week on tonight's show we're going to be talking about our wwe royal rumble 2020 predictions on what to expect who we think is going to win the Royal Rumble, and much, much more on that match card. Also, we're going to be talking about this week's NXT and AEW on this day in wrestling history. Some interesting stuff happened, man. And also, some more news that um, I was just informed of today, Chris. I don't know if you heard anything about this, but... Uh, from a source mentioned about this, and I want to briefly open the show and discuss this with you. You know, last week, the Rocky Johnson, WWE Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson, soul man Rocky Johnson, passed away, and he he lived to be 75, and Rock put out a a thing on his Instagram, thanking everyone for the fans and family for support, everything through the rough time, everything with the loss of his father. Well, they had the funeral service. I don't know if you heard anything that about his services that happened this week. Um, so supposedly Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson was, um, uh, laughing 
at the funeral. I saw something briefly on it. I didn't really read much into it. That's all I really saw. Mm-hmm. But that's really what happened there. What I heard about. Yeah, that's the, what you're referring to. Yeah, there's 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 some stuff that happened at Rocky's funeral. Apparently. It's coming out all over the place. Even even wrestlers, even talent that was there to honor the late great Rocky Johnson. And it was it was a big funeral and it was a big event, but there was drama. There was drama on it. Looking at ringsidenews.com, apparently they reported that Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson upset some of the people at the ceremony and now it's come out that Rocky's best friend, Al Rosen, is clearing up everything. Basically, during Patterson's speech, he said, quote, goddamn, and, quote, shit. During his speech in the church, McMahon also said that the best thing Rocky Johnson ever did was, quote, marry Ada, Ada, and have the Rock as a son. <laughs> Oh, God. You don't say that, Vince. No. Oh. oh, my God. I know. I, I can't believe this. I cannot believe this. Al Rosen called in. Hey, uh, could you just imagine how he said it? <laughs> I mean, geez. Uh, Goddamn, pal. The greatest thing you ever did was marry Ada and create the rock. I know. Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> I know. That's and, just, isn't that crazy? Though? That's crazy. That's crazy. And Pat Patterson. They had they from the reports what I read earlier, they had to pull him away off the podium because he just was going on and on. And basically he said that by the time McMahon got up the speech uh, speak the service has been going on for about two hours and it, the audience was about 99% of wrestlers. And he basically, this is what he had to say. Al, Al Rosen said, quote, Vince was short, but he was direct. He said probably that Rocky would have wanted someone to say, someone to say about him. He was a talented, gifted worker and the best thing that he ever did, which he admitted to me hundreds of times was marrying Ada and having a baby named Dwayne. He often spoke of his other two kids. He would say, I want to be remembered as a father, a husband, and a friend, and a worker. Did Pat use cruel language? Like like if you and I were talking, I said, God damn to you, wouldn't you, wouldn't you, wouldn't think anything of it? He says, Rocky did his goddamn, and yes, we did that shit, but you know, the preacher and the assistant preacher, people saying that he got pulled off stage. No, that's not how the story stories got, get started. They turned the mic off. The guy behind sitting behind us turned the mic off and Pat said another sentence and walked off. No MFs or anything that was ever disrespected. <laughs> yes. Got some activity in the chat. Yes, Rip Rocky Johnson. Yes, yes. That that's just crazy, is it not? You know, I mean, apparently they said best wishes, best wishes to the family. I hope all is well with 
with them. Um, it is crazy, man. How <laughs> some uh, WWE funerals are <laughs> for the I mean, like for them to act like that there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. It's uh, crazy. I because reports earlier were saying that Vince was drunk. And Pat Patterson, he had to get be pulled off stage and everything. I did hear about the mic getting cut off, but apparently we have someone setting the record straight. You know how you know how stuff gets said. It just goes like wildfire, fire and stuff. I mean, even uh, Davy Boy Smith's son was there, and it was, he was reporting about how Vince was behaving. Yeah. I just, it's just crazy. Uh, apparently, they, they said that, you know, Vince probably had... Uh, Drinking a little bit of the bubbly. Before he got up there. <laughs> I mean, oh. damn. You know? I mean... Yeah, I mean... What, what else course, do you say? I mean. It's just, it, it's it's crazy how one story gets out of hand and everything and stuff. But there's some other sources that reached out to me yesterday, which I was not able to get back to, to comment on the situation. Because someone that I know of a person that knows a person was there and they didn't, I didn't get to call them back after they called me yesterday and... I wasn't able to find out anymore, but it's just, it is crazy how much stuff gets spread around here on the rumor mills, ain't it, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the dirt sheets and, uh, and uh, you know, spread a lot of stuff that's not true and, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. It is. It, it is freaking crazy how that stuff gets started and it happens. So, but I wanted I wanted to mention that and say to the Rock, you ever listen to this? Sorry for your loss. Your father, Soul Man Rocky Johnson, Tony Atlas broke barriers, is becoming the first African American tag team champions, and. Uh, he had a great run. He had a great run, great wrestling career, and of course, he was very proud because when I met Rocky here at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention not too long ago, Chris, and he was looking, showing me the pictures he had, and I picked out one and he autographed it for me, and he said, "There's my son. There's my son right there." And I said, "You're proud of him, aren't you?" He said, "Yeah. He he's very proud of his. Yeah, he was proud of his son, man. He was. I mean, who who yeah. who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be proud?" And uh, I did ask him. I said, "You and Tony Atlas won the tag team championships. How did that feel?" And he said to me, "It was the greatest feeling in his life." Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, true legend, him and Tony Atlas. I mean, mm-hmm. That's what my dad remembers. First thing, one of the first teams he ever told me that he remembered. And they, they was big at that time. Yeah, um, Rock. Sorry for your loss, man. Yeah, true legend. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I just, uh, I was shocked by it. Shocked, you know, that all this had to be reported and it had to come out. But, you know, I just, I I've wanted to discuss that with you right here, right here tonight before we start rolling into things. And one of the things I want to start rolling into talking about is this week's AEW. Apparently, it was taped and they're on the uh, Jericho cruise this week. Yeah. 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 What do you think about that, man? What do you think about that? It felt like late, like 97, 98 Nitro at like Panama City when it was outside. That's what this show felt like. It looked like a WCW produced show. It looked awesome, man. The whole scenery with the lights, the stage lights everywhere. It looked really throwback and very classic, man. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Really good show. Yeah. Would would you want to be on that ship, man? Wouldn't you want to be on that cruise right there? That'd be something, wouldn't it? I'm I'm next year it's in February. And man, I, I'm gonna have to go to that sometime. I mean, definitely a bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a bucket list. You imagine Everett Lee and the Chris Rose on the same ship? on an event like that. Can you imagine that, man? Both of us on there. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be. We'd sit back and uh, chill with Jericho and uh, have a... Drinking little, a little bit of the bubbly. You know? That's basically it. It'd be basically it. Maybe you see Ric Flair on there running by. He may, you know, he may be running around the deck just... Uh, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. know when the yeah, ship's yeah. you know when the ship's about to set sail of course you can't forget this guy I'm coming <laughs> can't forget Otis <laughs> just joking <laughs> yeah but the opening match Otis I mean oh yeah sorry I was gonna say Otis the kind of guy you'd like to party with. Oh, God, yeah, you would. You definitely would. You would definitely would. I'd throw that in there, but... Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to the... You know, it's crazy. SCU's reign came to an end here. I honestly thought that... Um, uh, Omega and Paige was going to turn on each other after losing to them after this match. I thought it was going to be one of those... Uh -huh. Crazy endings and SC retains, and we get an Omega and Page feud. Yeah. But no, it, they became the tag team champions that night, and it was a man, a crazy back and forth match. It, it didn't disappoint, man. I mean, <laughs> it was good. I mean, I, I mean, I always say that Omega is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, He's definitely not the same, you know, character is in New Japan, but, you know, mm -hmm. I like what they're doing with Omega Page. Omega's yeah. kind of like being the sober friend, and, uh, you know, Page likes to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. It was funny on um, 
AEW when they did that little bit when uh, Adam Page was uh, hammered, um, you know, doing a promo on SCU, and then Kenny Omega comes in as a sober guy. Uh, come on, come on, come back here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was funny. I mean, I like these guys as a tag team, and I can't wait to see what they do with the uh, championships. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I can't wait to see what they do with the championships. It, it's amazing they they gave as long as long as SCU. I mean, how long did they've held on to the championship since October? Pretty good run, huh? Yeah, first ever uh, champions. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I have my notebook around, I have that in my notes, so I could get the date. But mm-hmm. It's somewhere around here. SCU had a good run with them. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's 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 great. You got. Well, hopefully, they're going to give people runs with titles in AEW. I mean, look how long Jericho's had the title already. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, they're going to let Omega and Hangman have a really good good run with this because Hangman Hangman lost as being the first number one contender to go up. You know for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship and singles. Why not put them with Kenny Omega? Do some tag team. Kenny Omega gels really good with whoever's with him in the ring, right? He has a tag partner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. it, And it, it's neat. I, I'm interested to see where they go with this. I am. I am so happy that Omega and Paige got the tag titles, and hopefully it'll give them a good run. And maybe they'll, you know, do another championship match where they lose the belts and maybe go into a story to where both these guys are going to go feuding against each other. That can happen in the future, but we'll we'll wait and see. Yeah. Britt Baker went up against Priscilla Kelly, and she, she defeated Priscilla Kelly. After the match, she insulted Tony Schiavone. What the hell is up with Britt Baker now? What what are they doing with her? Well, I mean, here for months now, they've been building Britt Baker as a heel, having her lose and lose, and have her sit in the crowd and watch. I remember when she was in the crowd, and mm-hmm. you know, she looked like a really good uh, heel sitting there. Right. And they're just going to build this as a you know a new Britt Baker. Finally getting a win and, you know, telling Tony Schiavone off and the fans off. And, I mean, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. I mean, as far as the match itself, I really wasn't that interested in it because the women's division in AEW isn't interesting to me right now. Yeah. Uh, it's just not. Like the NXT one. No. You know. No. But, uh, but we'll see how this new heel persona for Dr. Britt Baker goes. Yeah, we'll d- we'll definitely going to have to... We're definitely going to have to check this out and see where this goes and where this builds with, with her. The Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, the champion, and Santana and Ortez go up and defeat the Jurassic Express. 
Yeah, man. Really good match. Jungle Boy, man, is going to be a superstar someday if he got more, you know, size on him. Mm-hmm. Man, that dude is good. Man, that, this whole match was good. Uh, I loved it. Um, man, just the whole venue of the, I mean, the whole match, all the matches that night was good just because of the venue, the setting and stuff. It's totally different than WWE. Yeah. And it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. And, man, it was just a really, really good match. Uh, Jericho, I mean, proven he is a star, the, the superstar in AEW. And, man, it was a very back and forth good match. Um, in a circle with the win. I mean, Jericho was doing what he does. I mean, it was awesome. He's the champion. He's the champion. Of course, he's going to do what he does, man. I mean, he's the, he's the champion. He, he's... No? You don't, awesome. Yeah, yeah. You don't want your champion to look look weak. And honestly, let me let me ask you about this. They've not made Jericho look weak, only to cower away during certain moments. But other than that, he's been strong in his matches, has he not? Yes. I mean, Jericho's the best, and he's proven it every week on AEW. He is the champion. He is the greatest of all time, and he is Chris Jericho. I mean, he's going to be the champion forever. In AEW, to, I mean, he's the youngest AEW world champion. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. And he he's great at what he does. He's great at what he does. And, I mean, just going up against Jurassic Express, I mean, I mean, yeah, Jungle Boy, he has a lot to do. And uh, he he's going to have a really good future with uh, Luchasaurus. And, uh, I mean, just... Having a guy that that size in your corner with you, what could go wrong, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, yeah. So crazy. I mean, it is. It is great. MJF went up against Joey Janela, and he defeated him. And MJF, you start to see more and more of him wrestle than more promos than what he normally does during the week, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, MJF showing why he's the best heel in the business right now. I mean, he's he's good. I mean, what a, what a great promo after the match. I mean, pretty good match, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF, man, he's really good. I mean, I'm calling out Cody like that. I mean, dude, I'm ready for that match. I'm ready for Revolution. I'm ready for when Cody faces uh, Wardlow in the steel cage in Atlanta. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, he's laying down a good rivalry right now in AEW. I really enjoy it. 
um, I'm ready for the match itself. I mean, I, this is the, this is one of the most interesting uh, storylines in AEW right now. It's probably the most interesting one. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It, it's interesting right now because this this story has taken so many turns and where it goes, and it, it's just it's it's amazing. Just the Cody MJF story. It just where it. It's been going and where it's going to go because is Cody going to be able to get his hands on MJF and repay him for what he's done to him? What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, MJF, Cody, Revolution, I'm ready for it. I am too. I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I can't wait. <coughs> I can't wait for this. But after, I mean, yeah, after the match, yeah, Cody, Cody and the Bucks show up, and uh, you know he was uh, interrupted, you know, by MJF, and MJF taunted Cody there, but you know, not being able to touch him. So what's what happens? The Young Bucks end up, you know. Lay, you know, beating the crap out of MJF on behalf of Cody. <laughs> Was that not great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really good stuff. I mean, I, I loved all of it. Yeah, they sent him right into the swimming pool. I mean, <laughs> very WCW-like. I mean, Kevin Nash was always going to go in the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Now it's MJF. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Kevin is the last person on TNT Wrestling to be in a swimming pool on live TV announced. Yep. <laughs> that's that's not bad, man. That's not bad. I like it. <laughs> someone has to go into the swimming pool, man. You got a swimming pool, you got to throw someone in there, man. You definitely do. It's like just like you get ready to jump in the swimming pool and just... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to David C. Russell. Hello to yourself, man. He says hello, Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. So thank you for tuning in tonight here on Simon Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show with Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. Top off the match, the card. For AEW, you had the number one contenders match: John Moxley going up against Pac, and John Moxley defeated Pac, and he's coming for Jericho. He's definitely coming to Jericho. But I like how they throw Pac and Moxley in together. They've they've had some great matches, have they not? And like especially like with this one here, right? Yeah, I mean, this one was cool. Uh, I like the, how they told the story with the eye. Mm-hmm. A very back-and-forth battle. Um, man, it was, a, it was a great match. And I'm really glad to see Moxley and Jericho for the AEW world title at a revolution. I'm ready for that match. I've been... That, man, it's been a good story. I mean, like when... Moxley and Jericho 
And Jericho was going to invite him into the inner circle. He put the shirt on, and we thought he was going to join. Oh, yeah. And then he turned on him. I mean, this is rivalry, and I'm ready for the match. I'm ready for Moxley and Jericho. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Moxley and Pac right here, really good match. Uh, I love the uh, the finish. Um, man, it was a very back and forth. Loved it. Really good match. Yeah, Moxley, Moxley. Do you think do you think you think Moxley's gonna get the title? You think they're gonna let him have the title? Do you really think so, or are they let Jericho hold on to it for a while? What What are your thoughts on that? No, I don't see uh, Moxley defeating um, Chris Jericho. No, Jericho is going to defeat. Him. He's defeated them all. So I don't think Moxley's gonna. Be, I don't think Moxley will defeat the champion. You don't think? You don't think he will? Oh. No. Okay. Okay. Sorry. That's a good point. That's a good point. You believe Jericho is gonna hold on to that title for a good run? I I I agree. My I agree with you. Moxley's gonna come close. I believe a lot of people are going to come close and try to get close to Jericho and get to that title. He's going to have great Jericho's going to have great matches with great talent though, but no one's going to be able to take that title from him. And Devin052317 in the chat there on Twitch says Pack can have a hell of a match with anyone for sure. And he can. He can. I agree with I agree with that right there. How about you, Chris? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> the eye, I mean, it looked, I mean, it was great. It was good selling of the eye. I mean, it looked like, uh, it looked really old schoolish. And it was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can have a good match with anyone, and it was. This week's AEW, what do you give it? Oh, man. Uh, I'd say an 8 out of 10. I mean, it's a pretty good show. Okay. I really enjoyed the setting of it. The, settings, the setting of the whole show was great. Mm-hmm. And the cruise ship, different. Um, this is the, what I enjoyed most about the show, and I like the opening match and the main event. Uh, MJF stuff was great, uh, as always. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the show. Excellent, excellent. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with you right there. I'll give it an eight, man. Really, really, really great show, and just the setting of that WCW feel. You. You notice how they got the WCW feel, you know, especially with Bash at the Beach last week, and just, yeah, it's great. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I definitely love it. NXT, man. NXT, they, comparing, comparing AEW and NXT. NXT has solid matches and... AEW has solid matches, but for story and everything, AEW be the, be the show I go to. 
NXT, I mean, they have stories, but solid matches with what they do, especially with the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, what they're doing. They had the semifinal match. You had the Grizzly Young Veterans. They defeated the Tag Team, NXT Tag Team Champions, Undisputed Error, Fish, and O'Reilly because of Imperium caused a distraction during the match and it gave them the victory to basically go on and win and move on in the semifinals. Did you catch last weekend's NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2, Chris? No. No, okay. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. I I need to go back and watch watch it because some of the stuff that happened, especially what happened at the end of the match, uh, of the pay-per-view. Imperial is in the ring, standing tall. Everyone's cheering. All of a sudden, coming through the crowd, the crowd went apeshit. You had Undisputed Error come in, and they beat down Imperium. <laughs> they beat him down. So Imperium came over, and basically, they're looking for payback. Walter, man, he was livid. This guy was freaking livid. I don't know what Adam Cole, I don't know what the hell's going through his head. I don't know if this guy was just have a death wish to mess with a guy like Walter, you know? I mean, I mean, if you're going to pick a fight, you pick a fight with the biggest guy in the yard, right? You know, and to prove a point. Am I not right about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean... Walter's a big, big, strong man. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Adam Cole and uh, versus Walter. I mean, that would be a great, great match. Mm-hmm. I think this has to do with uh, the Saturday's World Collide. That's going to be on WWE Network. I don't know if you heard anything about that, but that's going to be happening. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I don't know anything about the World's Collide either. <laughs> they got. Uh, they got some of them up on the network if you ever want to go back and watch. They, they basically t- took Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live. They threw them all together, and you got this guy from Raw going up against this guy from NXT, this guy from SmackDown going up against this guy from 205 Live. You, you know what I mean. You, you see where it's going. That's the whole thing of it. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. I've watched it before. It's pr- It's pretty good. It's just wrestling which it's great and they've they've right. had some pretty interesting matchups but this is what that's leading into but undisputed okay. era yeah i'd love to see that match that would be awesome <laughs> imperium versus I mean, undisputed era yeah i mean yeah, yeah. and if, if in the future they'll do a Walter versus Adam Cole match, and Imperium, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it would all be great. Imperium and Undisputed Era. Hell yeah, hell yeah, it'd be great. It definitely would be great. We'll get to see that this Saturday. So I mean, we'll get to see, we we'll get a taste of it. You get just a little bit of it, man. You'll just get just a little bit of it, and uh, that's where that's gonna happen. Yeah. So, Tony Storm defeated Io Shirai 
by disqualification because of Bianca Blair interfered attacking storm and then that caused Rhea Ripley to come out and make the save but it turned into a four-way brawl and the segment basically ended with Tony Storm holding the NXT Women's Championship belt to everyone booing her out of the out of the arena they're like get out of the ring <laughs> that's basically what happened there <laughs> Tony Storm, what they're building at right here, she's gonna you're gonna see the NXT UK Women's Championship match number two, but not the NXT UK Women's Championship involved this time. You're gonna have the NXT Championship involved. Do you think Tony Storm can recapture that fire she did when she first won that championship? And having a great match with Rhea Ripley again? Uh, yeah, I mean, Tony Storm is still really, really good. I mean, and yeah, she can get that magic back. I mean, I think she still has, you know, some of that. Um, you know, she was. She was really, really off to a hot start at that time. But I think she'll get back on track and have a good match with anybody in that in the women's division. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because that first go around they had really good they had a really good good match and we'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens, but apparently people love Rhea. They don't like Tony. They just don't like her. Rhea shows up. It's Tony shows up. There. Favorite play to your audience, WWE, and I know they will. They definitely will. They'll listen to the crowd because the fans are, they know what the fans want, and they give the fans what they want. Finn I mean, Balor, Storm as a, a hit would be, would be great, too. <laughs> I yeah. mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would, it would be great. It would be great, but I just people people like Rhea. They like Rhea. And that's basically yeah. what they're what they're doing. Yeah. Yep, she's she's great. She's she's a great champion. She's a good talent. She is, she is. I'm so glad she got the NXT Women's Women's Championship. I am so glad. I am so glad that she did. I mean, <laughs> they 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 dub her the Charlotte Flair of the UK. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that that match would be a good one-on-one match. So, mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte and uh, yeah, that would be a really good uh, a WrestleMania match. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely a WrestleMania match right there. Finn Balor squashed <laughs> Jacqueline Wild, um, pinning him after the coup de gras. And the 1916, um, basically, he came in there. He was like, boom, 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 done. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. <coughs> well, they're trying to build Finn Balor back up as, um, you know, the old uh, the French divot Balor. Yeah. Uh, I threw that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to build his character back up strong and make him look like a a, a strong uh, heel and uh, get him back to, uh, you know, try to get the crowd back behind him again because a lot of people started to get kind of tired of uh, the same old Finn Balor. They do. Since he reinvented his came back to NXT, uh, he really didn't reinvent himself, really. I mean, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just Finn Balor and NXT feels better than seeing him on Raw or SmackDown. That's what I really meant to say. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think Finn well, that's his brand. I mean, he he made that brand something. I mean, that's when I first started watching WWE was when Finn Balor was, uh, had just beat Kevin Owens for the NXT Championship in Japan. Yeah. And, man, I thought he was, he was the face of that company. And, I mean, having him here is great. I mean, because he's already been on the main roster, so he has that, uh, I mean, he can throw that in people's face. He's been, he's, he's been on the main roster, and now he has to come back here. And, you know, I like it, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I like it. I I like I like the old Bullet Club, Bullet Club uh Finn Balor when he when he first started out. Yeah, when he first started out is yeah, they're going they're going back to that and I'm wondering where they're going to go next with it. That's basically what uh where what I'm wondering where they're going to be going with it next. So, it's going to be interesting. It definitely is. Shayna Shayna Baszler, she defeated uh, uh, Schwartz, Schwartzy, how do you even say her name? How do you even say her name? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm on that match yet. Uh, oh, she Blackheart. Yeah, Shotzi. Shotzi Blackheart. Okay. You you, you didn't get up to that yet, did you? <laughs> I think it's... Oh, uh, the match is on right now. I'm, it's, I'm watching the match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this match right now, I'm looking at right now is really good. Shayna Baszler is a good wrestler and technician. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Taking, taking her to the mat now. Using those, uh, you know, wrestling abilities. It's made her a great champion. Well, was a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try to get back into that title picture. Yeah. And uh, I believe she. Okay. I, I don't see her going to Raw or SmackDown, um, no. in my opinion. I think she's a. NXT made, and I think this person's going to stay. But, yeah, they... Uh, I mean, yeah. Apparently, apparently... No. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was, comment, I was commentating the match. <laughs> I couldn't use that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm a big fan of Shane Baszler. Hopefully she, uh, you know, gives it back one day. And this is the first time I've seen Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. Um, she, 
She made a name. She made a name for herself on the indies. I don't. I don't know if you. you how, did you ever hear of her before she came to NXT? Uh, no. No. This is the first time I've uh, seen her. Yeah. Yeah. She she made a name for herself in the uh, indies. She's one of the new. Last year, it was announced she was one of the new perform enhancement performance. I don't know what you call it. The new. Uh, new talent that was signed to NXT and I'm still oh. yeah you know what I'm talking about now I've seen it before yeah, yeah. I saw I, I don't know if she is but I think I saw it like on my Facebook of her getting signed so. okay yeah I think I remember that yeah she she was one of the new new signees that got signed last year and I'm still waiting for Scarlett to make her debut. And is she going to use that name or are they going to call her something else? That's what I'm waiting for. You know what I'm talking about, right? I heard that. Yeah, I think I heard that Triple H had a meeting with uh, Killer Cross. Uh huh. Um, Scarlett's boyfriend. Mm hmm. Um,. She manages, and I think they may wait to debut her with Killer Cross if they can get him to come there. Yeah, yeah, because he he's not with Impact no more because he was still in Impact when she was going through and getting doing the tryout and everything, and uh, you know getting signed. He was he was still over on Impact Wrestling, was he not? No, I don't think he's anywhere right now. Nah, he's not. Nah. He's not with them right now. I believe I'm in NXT. I do. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Be I mean, a huge sign. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Huge sign. Huge sign. So that that would actually be smart to see. Have her debut with him. That would that would be neat. What. How would you feel if if they if they packaged him like another on on Andrea Andrade and uh, Zelina Vega too? <laughs> how, how I mean, do you? Yeah, Selena Vega, Selena Vega and Andrade have. Uh, I mean, they're a really good package. I think Scarlett and Pillar Cross would be a good package. I don't. Think, I think it'll be different than them. But, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be great. I'm ready to see it. Scarlett Bordeaux is uh, gorgeous and needs to be on TV for them. That would be a game changer. Yeah. And Killer Cross is a heck of a wrestler. Um, I've only seen a little bit of him, but what I've seen, man, he's, he's good. And that whole deal is good. And that would be a, good, a huge get for WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I... I one one thing one thing that just blows my mind is how come they never did sign Penelope Ford? I mean, she did the tryout and everything. She she had she's a great wrestler. I've watched her matches that she's had on YouTube. Great great female in ring talent. They they she went she went there for a tryout. They never did. 
you know, sign her. And I know she's she went to AEW. I mean, she's been doing the after dark stuff and here and there and everything though, but haven't really seen her like on TV to do anything. But time will tell. But that just this just gets me how they they passed on a talent like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> um, you want me to mention anything else, or do you do you want me to just? I'll tell you what. This is this is what we'll do. You go ahead and finish watching the rest of NXT, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Finish finish watching the rest of NXT, and uh, while you're watching that, we'll jump into other discussion, and then we'll by the end of the show, we'll finish up with our NXT discussion. And what do you think about that? Hey, sounds fine to me, man. Okay. We can do it. Okay. Yeah, because you're you're gonna love what's gonna happen next. You know, it sucks to play catch up, but you know, stuff happens during the week outside of what we do here on the on the podcast. So we we gotta make time and do what we gotta do when we can do it. So that's life. <laughs> Right? <laughs> it is, man. It's, it's been crazy. <laughs> it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to figure out what the heck my dog is doing. I hear him over there, but I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's making sounds. I don't know what he's going after. Oh. Anyway, um... I was trying to get his attention. Hopefully he ain't taking a leak on something. (laughs) But, Chris, we got the... Let me pull up my notes here. I got stuff all over the place on uh, on my desktop right now. Okay, those are the notes I want. I got two sets of notes up. I got the outline of what we're talking about tonight, and also I got the outline of the shows and the results and everything that we talked about, but I will say this. uh, Let's talk about what happened on this day in wrestling history. A couple things happened. I pulled these out because I figured... You know what? These two are really great to talk about, especially this first one here, because since this weekend is the WWE Royal Rumble this Sunday, I figured uh, why not talk about this right here? The 19 in 1995 from the U USF Sundome in Tampa, Florida, about 10,000 were attendance with 225,000 homes watching this on pay-per-view, okay? It was slightly up from the 200,000 homes the previous year from the 94 Royal Rumble. Of note of the first and the only time in Royal Rumble history, new entrants came in at one-minute intervals. You know know the time period that uh, you have right before... They come in and out, right, for the Royal Rumble? Yeah. 
All right. So instead of they they did sixty seconds this this year. Okay. Yeah. 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 They did they did sixty sixty seconds. So basically the for the Royal Rumble. This this right here, this card I thought was pretty interesting right here. In the they had a pre show match. You had Buck Quartermain. He defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard forever, man. The Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> oh man. Um Jeff Jarrett defeated Razor Ramon to win the Intercontinental Championship. The Undertaker defeated Erwin R. Schreikser. IRS. Money, 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 money. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> Diesel and Bret Hart went to a draw for the WWE Championship match. Championship. Bob Holly and the one, two, three kid defeated uh, Tatanka and Bam Bam Bigelow to win the vacated WWF Tag Team Championships. Now, here we go. Shawn Michaels entered number one in the 1995 Royal Rumble. He lasted through 29 men and he last but not least defeated the British Bulldog to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Do you remember the 1995 Royal Rumble? The only thing I remember from the 1995 Rumble was the Shawn Michaels and uh, British Bulldog uh, face-off. That's the only thing I've really watched from that show, <laughs> honestly. You can always go back but, on the uh, network and watch it. I can always watch it on the network. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the place to go. Yeah. You know what we should do? Just one day for one of the assignment uh, Thursdays, we should we should go on the network. You and I should pull up a pay per view and watch it, and then discuss about it. What do you think we should do that? A throwback pay per view discussion. What do you think about that? I think we should try that. I think you know what? It wouldn't hurt to try. I'm down. I am too, man. You can I do am, that. Yeah. I am too. It'd be cool to pull up some old old matches, old pay per views, and just watch them, man. And it just just for you know for you know shit and giggles, you know, talk about it and stuff. But I remember the nineteen ninety five Royal Rumble, man. I I remember that when uh, Shawn Michaels entered number one. It's like he's not gonna win. This guy is not gonna win. <laughs> what happened? He won. <laughs> First time ever. You figure after all the all those years, they would uh, actually eventually do that, but it took them that long to actually do that. Um, so that that was pretty amazing. Talking about yeah, amazing, thirty six years ago on this day in New York City. Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik to win the WWF Championship. Brother. <laughs> Hogan would go on to hold the WWF Championship for the next four years. 
during which the WWE rose to worldwide popularity and basically was accepted by the mainstream. Hulk Hogan went in his first championship, man. Wow. And that's something. And yeah, that's something. Thirty six that years. Crazy, crazy moment. Um, I can't even tell you if I've ever watched the match itself, but I mean, I mean that's the start of the Hulkamania. I mean, mm-hmm. got only hotter from there. Yep, true legend. True, true legend, man. True legend. Can't believe that. Thirty-six years ago today, Hogan won his first WWE. WWF Championship by defeating Iron Sheik. Wow, it, it just it just blows my mind, man. It's like it's been thirty six years since that happened. Thirty six damn years. I just I don't want even I don't even know what else to say about that, man. I I don't. It it's amazing, but that's what happened in this day in wrestling history. On January 23rd, right here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. It's the moment y'all been waiting for. But I will say this. We are going to take a quick break. And when we do come back, we will discuss the 2020 Royal Rumble match card and our predictions. Who we think is going to win this year's 2020 Royal Rumble. So stay tuned and we will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. following support and sponsor podcast city network city limits Taproom sports bar in deland florida has brew on tap serves food the grilled cheese is excellent for upcoming events check out city limits Taproom on facebook.com slash city limits three count design offers a wide range of graphic design products video photography and other forms of media everything from t-shirt designs to websites Visit Facebook.com slash 3CountDesign for more. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. For more of The Everett Lee Show on social media, follow and like The Everett Lee Show on Facebook. The Everett Lee Show. Twitter, at The Everett underscore Lee. Instagram, Everett Lee Show. Audio versions of this podcast and previously released podcast can be found on everettleeshow.podbean.com. Stitcher Radio, The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. Apple Podcast, The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. YouTube, The Everett Lee Show, subscribe to the channel. The Everett Lee Show, your shot of entertainment to the head. 
Okay, fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. Thank you for everyone tuning in to the Everly Show Slamming Thursday edition. What you doing there, Chris? Yeah, I'm sitting here watching the uh, Imperium and Pete Dunn and man, I just I forgot his name for some reason. <laughs> Matt Riddle, bro. Pete Dunn. Matt Riddle, yeah. <laughs> Matt Riddle, yeah. <laughs> you think That's I should a good match so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think so far? Let me ask you. What do you think so far about Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn as a tag team? Pretty pretty impressive, huh? Yeah, it is, man. I really enjoyed their uh, chemistry together. Their entrance was cool. Um, man, I like the story they're telling in this match right now with Pete Dunn's uh, leg. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Dunn and Matt Riddle. And they're going to be a good babyface uh, tag team in NXT. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to be uh, teaming up after all this. Um, they are. They're great. They're a great tag team. Mm-hmm. They are. They're they're a great. They're definitely a great tag team there. They definitely are. And speaking, speaking of tag team, I'm looking at this card right here so far for the Royal Rumble and I'm not seeing anything listed about a tag team I don't know if you noticed that or not um no I mean no tag teams yeah yeah it's crazy man they should have a uh, tag team match which and they need to showcase that match Showcase the uh, women's tag team. Oscar would be forming double duty. That's true. I, I yeah, I forgot about that. Oscar's, but yeah, um, yeah. Here lately, they haven't really been doing anything. I mean, big with it. I mean, the main focus is Oscar with Becky right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the main focus right there. It definitely is. Looking at this match card so far, we'll find out more about about the Royal Rumble. Anything else is gonna be added tomorrow night on uh SmackDown. But at this time right now of this recording and uh, us being live right now on the Slam and Thursday edition, let's Start from the bottom of this card and work our way up. First off, we have Andrade going up against Humberto Carrillo. Andrade, you think he's been a good U.S. champ so far? Speaking from asking a former U.S. champ about another U.S. champ, what do you what do you think? I think I'm glad he's doing great. 
uh, United States champion. I really enjoy uh, Andrade out there. Um, you know, after that crazy ladder match on Raw, yeah, which was crazy, it was insane. Some of the you know spots they was doing, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it looked it looked vicious. It was a really good match. Um, really enjoyed it. And uh, you know, afterwards, Humberto Carrillo had his eyes set on Andrade. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this match. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. They've had good before. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely gonna be uh interesting one because I mean you look at uh you look at uh Humberto. He was gone for a while, he came back and now he's feeding with Andrade and you think he? You think he's going to get to U.S. Championship? You think he's going to capture it, or Andrade is going to squash him with the help of Selena Vega? I don't think it's going to be a squash. I think Andrade will uh, retain. Um, I believe it'll be a good back and forth match, though. Um, Humberto Carrillo uh, is going to, you know, he's going to showcase his skills and his talent. And, you know, of course, yes. Selena Vega will probably get um, ejected from the match. That's my prediction. I think she will get ejected by the ref. Ejected. Be just those two going at it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I can I could definitely I could definitely go with that one right there with with her getting ejected and that basically andrade's ace in the hole is not available but andrade i think he will retain the u.s championship in this match here and do you think this is going to be pre-show or it's going to be on on the main card pre-show pre-show okay all right so we got pre-show on that one okay I can I can definitely go with that one right there. Sheamus versus Chad Gable. I'm not calling him Shorty G, so don't ask me. And even in the chats here watching, don't even ask me to call him Shorty G because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No. No! 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 I'm not going to call him that. Sheamus comes back from being out with an injury there for a while. And he's come back and he's pulling like the Aleister Black thing. I'm going to pick a fight. I want someone to pick a fight with me. And uh, he's been going after Chad Gable in that situation there. What? How do you feel about this? These two hooking up in the ring. It's going to be a class of style of... Um... I, I'm ready to watch it. I'm ready to see Sheamus because I don't really watch a lot of SmackDown lately. But I see highlights, and um, I'm ready to see this match, man. I'm ready to see uh, Sheamus back in the ring and uh, Chad Gable. I mean, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's going to you know, finish them off in about six or seven minutes. Sheamus will win. Squash match. Squash match. 
I'm looking at that too. Seamus, Seamus been gone. He needs a something to. Uh, I don't know how you'd call it. Put in his. I don't know. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but Seamus needs that win to uh, reestablish himself. I guess I would have to say that as being a dominant force on SmackDown. Becky Lynch is going up against Asuka and it's for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, what do you think about this one? It's going to be a heck of a match. It's going to be a really good match. Um, you know, Charlotte, Becky, and with the Bookie Warriors have been a crazy storyline here lately. Uh, now Oscar is ending up with the title shot. Uh, I'm ready to see the match. And uh, my pick is uh, Becky Lynch retaining. Yeah, she's she's basically she's basically going to do what she couldn't do, and that's beat Oscar, because they built up that story right there where she can beat Oscar. She cannot beat Oscar. Oscar, even last year, if you remember last year at the Royal Rumble, she lost the SmackDown Championship to she lost that to uh, to Oscar, or she yeah yeah she lost it. Or actually, no, she, I, I can't remember, but you know that story right there. And it's been haunting her that she cannot beat Asuka. And she's going to go up against Asuka. Yeah, this is going to be a good match. You're going to see some good moments. You're going to see some good stuff in this. However, Becky's going to come out on top. And why I'm saying this, I'll tell you here in a little bit as we progress talking about the predictions for the 2020 Royal Rumble right here on the Everett Lee Show Slamming Thursday edition with Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Becky on this one because there's a reason why. So, Roman Reigns going up against King Corbin. How many times do we got to see this? Tell me. How many times do we got to see this? I think, I don't, I think this will be the last one. My prediction is King Corbin will win this match with the help of Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, of course. Mm -hmm. And Roman Reigns, and they're all in the Rumble. And I think Roman Reigns will eliminate all three of those guys in the Rumble. That would be, that would be his get-back, his payback for... Corbin beating him, correct? Yeah, uh, that's my prediction for that. That uh, for those uh, guys. Okay, that's a pretty good prediction there. I'm ready to see some Roman Reigns because I don't watch a lot of SmackDown, but I always catch all the pay per views. So I'm ready to see Roman Reigns and King Corbin go at it. Um, yeah, I'm ready for it. I mean, this is going to lead into the Rumble, as I was saying, my prediction. Is that Roman Reigns eliminates all three of those guys in the Rumble. That'd be good. That'd be good right there. Yeah, hopefully this is the last time we see this because I'm 
I'm done with this. <laughs> I am so done with this. Seeing this happen so many times. Bailey going up against Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Women's Championship. First off, I got to say, Chris, wow, what a turn for Lacey Evans, man. Going from people not liking her to cheering her, giving her some USA support, man, because she's a former Marine. Ain't, ain't that amazing, a former Marine coming into her own now. Yeah. Bailey. As I've been saying on the spot, I've been a fan of Lacey Evans and have been ever since she's with the main roster. Mm -hmm. Um, I I hope she wins. That's not it. I hope she wins. I hope she beats better and becomes the new champion. Yeah, I... I am too. I am too. Because I think it's time for her to win her first title. She's not won a title. Even when she was back in NXT, she never did win a title. But I, I feel that this is going to be her time. Bailey held on to that championship. They've not really focused too much on the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I feel that they should take the... Um, they need to put the belt, take it off of Bailey and put it on Lacey. And I can see Bailey and Sasha going after whoever has the, the women tag team championships. I can see that happening. I definitely can see that happen. And yes, thank you, Scott. Always a good show. Of course it is when you tune into the Everly Show Slam on Thursday edition. Right here on Twitch.tv, Podcast C Network, and Facebook.com slash the Everett Lee. So, yep. Thank you. You you have a great weekend, too, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support and tuning in. You think, yeah, you think, think Lacey's going to get that title. They're going to pull it off Bailey finally and put it on Lacey. Right? I would love to see that, uh, a change, and Lacey Evans becomes the champion. I would like to see it. Yeah, I like, I like to see it. I like to see Lacey get that title. I like to see how she does with the title after, you know, she does beat Bailey. But let's, let's hope that happens. Bray Wyatt or The Fiend. Who, which, which incarnation is going to be going up against Dan O'Brien for the Universal Championship in a strap match, dude? When, when the hell is the last time you've seen a strap match? Tell me, Chris. When was the last time you seen a strap match in WWE? I can tell you one time. I can remember. I can't think of any. <laughs> to be quite honest, when I heard about it, I was excited, though, mm -hmm. because um, it's an old-school match, and uh, it fits the storyline. It fits the two guys. It changed Daniel Bryan, cutting his hair off, cutting his beard off, becoming a crazier, uh, you know, he wants to fight The Fiend. He wants to fight Bray Wyatt. He wants I mean, to get revenge. And he wants to do a 
so he cannot escape anywhere. He wants to fight him full on, and what better way to do that is with a strap match. That's a good story. And mm-hmm. I'm ready to see an old school match like this. I am too. I am too. I'm I'm interested to see which carnation comes out. I think it's going to be the fiend. Brian is going to go up against the fiend, and the fiend has nowhere to run. Last strap match I seen was the Rock versus Triple H, and god dang man, I'll tell you, that freaking strap man comes into play. I'll tell you because you can choke your opponent, you can hang him from the ropes with it. You can use it as a weapon. It's it's strap, man. You get strap. They're gonna go all over the place with that strap, and there's no way they can get loose. No way, nowhere to run from both opponents. I believe that Bray Wyatt or the Fiend, which one he chooses to use to come out and face Brian, he's gonna retain. Dan O'Brien's not gonna get the championship. I don't think so. I don't think and I don't believe Brian is going to get the Universal Championship because they're moving away from this and moving it into another direction, which I'll talk about here in a moment. Though, but um, I say Bray Wyatt. Who do you say? Oh, I agree. Yeah, Bray Wyatt was going to win. And uh, I don't know if it'll be the thing, to be quite honest with you. I think they're going to do the same thing they did with the Miz last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Not the thing. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. With it being the Royal Rumble, it could be the thing, and I would much rather it be the thing, but... We'll see how it happens. But either way, like you were saying, Bray Wyatt is going to retain. Yeah. Yep. Chris says pick a fight angle is overplayed. I agree. WWE could screw Wyatt again. They they could, but I'm going to explain why I think Wyatt is going to retain. And that have happens to do right here with are two Royal Rumble matches. Okay. We have a women's Royal Rumble match. If you notice, they've not really hyped up this match. Okay. They've not really hyped up the women's Royal Rumble like they've done in the last two years. Like like the first ever women's Royal Rumble. You know, that was that was big. Asuka won that one. Last year, we saw Becky Lynch win the second Women's Royal Rumble and she went on to WrestleMania and main evented and won both the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championship matches in the main event she defeated Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair Women's Royal Rumble okay Chris tell me tell me who do you think who do you think is going to win the this year's 2020 Women's Royal Rumble and before you answer that, Chris says women aren't pulling the ratings like they used to. I can I can agree there. I can, yeah, I definitely. But who do you think is going to win this one for 2020 Women's Royal Rumble, Chris? 
I think Ronda Rousey is going to return. And I think Ronda Rousey is going to win. And we get Becky and uh, Rousey at WrestleMania. Oh. Sorry, I have to play that. <laughs> trying to get over this cold, man. It's killing my voice, but ain't going to stop me from doing a podcast. Chris agrees with you. Ronda Rousey coming back for redemption, man. Wow. That right there. That's something right there. Okay. Ronda Rousey is going to be your pick to win the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble. Here is my pick. You're going to be shocked right here. I wish I had the MK sound for this one. My pick for the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble is none other than Shayna Baszler. Recent events. I'll, I'll explain this. Recent events. Okay, Baszler dropped the Women's NXT Championship to Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, okay. Shayna Baszler, why not transition her from NXT? Perfect time to transition her from NXT to the Raw, okay? You transition Shayna to Raw to go after Becky, okay? Shayna basically gets that championship okay she becomes a raw women's championship who comes back and basically wants that championship back other than Ronda Rousey (laughs) how about that how about that Chris yeah that'd be great Shayna Baszler is a good pick to win the Rumble. I mean, she could very well do it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I like I mean, And, you know, Baszler versus Rousey would be a great match, too. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to laugh at this. Scott says, get Gina Carano to, com- Car- Carano to compete. <laughs> LOL. Hottie. Rousey? Nah. Rousey, Rousey, Ronda Rousey is average. Yeah, I mean, she's she's average. She's has an average look. So I mean, Gina, yeah, I mean, but uh, Gina's more Hollywood. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Ronda Rousey is your pick to win the Women's Royal Rumble for 2020. My pick is Shayna Baszler. You know what? Let me go ahead and put this down because we're gonna talk about this after the Royal Rumble, man. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. Okay, Chris. All right, I'm writing this. Chris, pick Ronda Rousey. My pick, Everett, Shayna, Baszler. Okay. All right. I got our picks down, dude, so we can like look back at this next week. 
<laughs> this is going to be interesting talking about this. Talking about next week how... Okay, Scott, misspelled, LOL. That's fine, man. That's cool. I know what you're talking about. It's going to be interesting to see next week when we go back and talk about this. Uh, what we were right, what we were wrong. It's going to be great. It definitely is. <laughs> but the Ben's Royal Rumble match. Okay. All right. Let Brock Lesnar is going to enter at number one. It will have to outlast 29 other superstars to claim victory. If someone does win, that person will probably likely challenge Brock Lesnar or the Universal Champion, whoever that may be, out of the Wyatt and Daniel match. I already gave you my predictions. Chris gave you his predictions. But this one right here, this is going to be the great one. Okay. All right. Start it off, Chris. Oh, man. My pick to win the uh, men's Royal Rumble is tough this year. <laughs> As of uh, Brock Lesnar being number one. Um, but you know what? I'm going to stick with what I've been saying for much now. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. Had to play that again. <laughs> Remind me again why Drew McIntyre. I, I love this. Oh, he's just he's great, man. I mean, he, he. I mean, I've been pulling for him since he's been on the main roster, and I think this is his time now. He needs to win. Um. I mean, he's all around great. I think it's just time. It's just time to win and eliminate Brock Lesnar. Challenge Brock Lesnar. Okay. Okay. My if, he eliminates, if he eliminates Lesnar in the Rumble and does not win the Rumble, he can still challenge Lesnar. Because he eliminated him from the Rumble. I mean, mm -hmm. I would just love to see that match, you know, Brock Lesnar and McIntyre. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, I definitely, if, if Lesnar wins it, someone he's going to have a, you know, confrontation with in the match, they're going to challenge him. He's going to wrestle WrestleMania. I don't know why he thinks, you know, creative is kind of funny about this. Like, he wins. No one's going to challenge him. You know, come on. You know, WWE creative nowadays is more like 33 and third chance of actually, you know, using the brain cells because. But you know and I know that you are only half the man that I am. And I have half the brain that you do. Someone's going to challenge him. Someone's going to challenge him. My pick for the 2020 Royal Rumble. I'm on the same page as you, Chris. My pick is going to be Drew McIntyre. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on, man. Really? Really? Come on, people. Really? Come on. It's Drew McIntyre. 
see, I know the audience would see it my way because I'm Everett Lee. Damn it. <laughs> I agree exactly. You've been saying it for a while. I've been saying it for a while. And I agree with you. After listening to you for a while and seeing it on TV there, why not push? He He's the person... Okay, the casuals that watch WWE, Chris, they're not really paying too much attention to Drew. They know that Drew's going to be coming in there and he's going to be, you know, I've entered the Royal Rumble. I'm going to defeat the Beast. Okay, that's great. But Lesnar's number one. He's going to beat everybody. They're not really going to understand this. So basically that... Um, Drew, Drew's going to win it or something's going to happen to where Drew's going to end up with Lesnar at WrestleMania 36 this year. Chris, um, Scott says, I hope so, Chris. I'd love to see anyone beat Brock. If not, maybe we all, we can all three take Brock out. <laughs> LOL. Got to run. Great show. Take care. Thank you, Scott, for the feedback and thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. <laughs> My good old friend Scott there. I've known him for the last 20 years there. Good friend of mine. But I agree with you, Chris. It's Drew, Drew's got to win this, man. It's his time, is it not? Look, look at everything he's done. What? Look at everything. And the crowd loves him. The crowd actually loves him. You ever notice when they flip someone flip someone from heel to face if it's going to work or not? And the crowd lets you know. And the crowd loves it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they love them. They're behind Drew. They're behind Drew on this. I, would, I know earlier on the last year, I said, last couple months, I said, Kevin Owens is going to win it. Kevin, I'd be, I'd be shocked if Kevin did win it, but the the most, it's Drew, it's Drew. Let me ask you this, who, who do you think number 30 is going to be? As Steve Austin would say, damn it, son, gotta have a good heel at number 30 to get that heat. Who do you think is going to be number 30 coming into Royal, Royal Rumble this year? You know, I think there's going to be um, a lot of surprises. Um, it's hard to pick one, but I'm going to go with Edge. Edge at number 30? Yeah, I think you'll see the return of Edge. Dude, I am so... I'm glad you said that because you know why? Did you Did you hear about the reports... Edge basically denied everything that's been going on here in the last month or so, two months. He never signed a contract. He's not going to be in Pittsburgh, and he's not going to be in a Royal Rumble, and he's not wrestling. You hear about that? Yeah, he can say what he wants to. I think he's going to come back. If not at number 30, he's going to be one of them. Okay. He's not wanting to. He's not to keep the secret. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he probably is. He he's denying it because when I read that, I started laughing. I'm like, ha ha, denial, 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 denial. You you know about the other the other report about who's gonna win the Royal Rumble this year? Vince wants this, but they're trying to persuade Vince McMahon on not having this person win the Royal Rumble this year. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Uh, I've heard Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns winning the 2020 Royal Rumble and going on and facing the winner or the retainer of the Universal Championship match. Because if Roman wins, then from my prediction, if Roman wins, he's going after Bray Wyatt, who I pre- predicted earlier that he's going to retain the Universal Championship. And it's going to be Roman Reigns versus The Fiend at WrestleMania 36 in the main event for the Universal Championship. But let's let's give it to Drew. Come on, man. Come on. Give it to Drew. Let the guy. The guy sacrificed and gave so much to the company like Kofi did last year. Come on. Repay the guy. Give him the freaking championship. Give him a run with it. You gave him good runs with tag titles, intercontinental title. Did he ever win the U.S. title? I don't think so. I don't think so he did. But come on, damn it. You don't think so? I don't think Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Won the U.S. title. He's in the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, tag Team Championship. I guess about it. NXT yeah. Champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drew McIntyre should be the WWE Champion. He should be the Champion. He should. He should. Hopefully... Hopefully we see it this year. Hopefully we do see it. Hopefully we do see it. If we had more views on here, man, I'd open up damn phone lines because it's like, where the hell is everyone at, man? We've had a lot of good feedback tonight and jumping in and jumping out here on the Everett Lee Show Slamma Thursday edition with Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. I love the feedback on Twitch. Love the feedback here on on Facebook. It's been great. Definitely been great, but come on. Give it to Drew. Damn it. I'm Ever Lee, damn it. There's my new t shirt right there. I'm Ever Lee, damn it. I'm gonna put that on a damn t shirt. Yeah. Right? What do you think? You like that? Oh yeah. yeah. It sounds awesome. It is. It is. Man, that um, that match between Keith Lee and Roderick Strong was amazing. I just got done watching. And now we got Imperium and uh, Undisputed Air going at it. Yeah, tell me, tell me what's going on. What do you, what are you seeing right in front of you? Right now, I'm seeing Walter. Laying into Adam Cole now, Undisputed Era jumps in and 
Starts the attack on Undisputed Air. It's going to be a crazy, crazy feud, these, these, these teams. Oh, yeah. And that match, man, was deeply becoming the big, biggest star in NXT. He is. He is. And I believe we'll see Keith Lee in the Rumble Sunday. I know. That's going to be amazing. North America, the new North American Championship. But I want to jump, step back here and uh, let me, let me, before I ask you anything more about NXT, I want to ask you, your, your match of the night for, for the Sunday's Royal Rumble, what would be your match of the night? Um, match of the night, um, the men's Royal Rumble. The men's Royal Rumble being the match of the night? And as far as, um, any other ones, um, I think Andrade and Humberto Carrillo would be a good match. Okay, okay. I can I can go with that. I I definitely can go with that run that one right there. Had to take my microphone cover off, man. It's getting. Whew. I gotta find where I put my uh, microphone things because this thing is looking grody. <laughs> but that, Becky and Oscar would be a good match too. <clears throat> yeah that that would that would definitely that definitely be a good match too right there. Having Having uh, Becky and uh, and Oscar right there, yeah, I definitely would have to say yes on that one right there. I I I agree with you. I definitely I definitely agree with you on that one right there. Now, I'm looking at the uh, match card here. Yeah, Becky and Oscar that would that would definitely be a good match right there. Then. Uh, you have shit. I just lost. Okay, the men's Royal Rumble. Those those would be my two favorite picks of the week. I mean, not week. Yeah, the week. No, my two favorite picks. Picks of uh, the Royal Rumble. Those would be my two favorite picks for the Royal Rumble this year. Becky verse Becky Becky verse Oscar and the men's Royal Rumble who's gonna win that one those right there are my two picks right there my two picks and uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens and what they do and for the Royal Rumble this year for 2020 so Chris let's uh, finish up NXT here I want to ask you okay Shayna Baszler going up against uh, Shorty Blackheart how how did you feel about that match how do you feel about that one man Shayna Baszler was pretty much in control most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, finish was insane catching her in the uh, in her submission hold. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm, I mean, face are going over strong. Um, uh huh. I mean, that makes a good strong point about your prediction on the rumble. Yeah, with her winning. Yeah, I'm a good a good showing for the for uh, Shannon Baszler here. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong. I mean, just yeah, it's a good showing. It, it's yeah, it's pretty 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 good pretty good uh, prediction right there with uh, who I picked to uh, win the. To win the Royal Rumble right there, or, or you know, with Shayna Baszler, because I mean, come on, you know, it's just that's what I see happening. But I mean, she's strong even after afterwards with what's what's happened with her, with you know, losing the NXT Women's Championship, and now. Why not? Why not? Why not pick her? Why not have her be the pick? Why not pick her to be the one to win it? But uh, I'm just rambling on here. But you said North America Championship match. Keith Lee going up against the champion Roderick Strong. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, Keith Lee, he showed he showed what he can do in the Survivor Series back in November. He he could show them why he is, you know, you bask in his glory right there. <laughs> you definitely do bask in his glory. <coughs> but um great man. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good match and a good uh Solid show from NXT, man. I give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. 9 out of 10? What do you think think about that? Uh, Keith Lee winning the North American Championship, beating Roderick Strong. It needed to happen, man. Keith Lee has captured the imagination of the fans, and he's got them by his side. He's becoming one of the biggest stars in the company. Mm-hmm. Slowly, but uh, Keith Lee is going to be the next. He's going to be one of the next big things in WWE. He is. He is. He's. He's definitely. He definitely is going to be one of the biggest. The biggest things in WWE because I mean, just look at the size of the guy too, man. I mean, he's. He's just a powerhouse. He is. The guy is a freaking powerhouse. I mean, why would he not be? You know. And they they book they book him pretty they book him pretty strong for being a pretty good uh, pretty good powerhouse there. Don't you think? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to see more what Keith Lee can do. Um, a Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar confrontation in the Rumble would be awesome. Oh yeah, Having Keith Lee at number two. Kevin Keith Lee coming out at number two would be cool. Dude, that would that would be that would be perfect, man. That would be definitely perfect. If 
you you had both those guys you had both those guys come in dude i love it i i definitely i definitely love it that would be perfect be that definitely would be perfect to have to have uh that happen right there why why would you not have someone someone in that caliber of Keith Lee coming in at number two going up against Brock Lesnar. So I love it. I love it. Some 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 really some really good discussion tonight there, Chris. On the Slamming Thursday edition of the Ever Lee show. So, I think that about wraps it up, man. What do you think? I mean, yeah, we did. We uh, gave you a review of the shows. We did the our Royal Rumble 2020 predictions. Um, it was a good show tonight, man. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the groove. It uh, feels good uh, doing my normal schedule, doing this every Thursday. Missed last week. Hate that I did, but I'm back and uh, I'm not going anywhere next week either. So, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to see see what we do. I'm ready for the Royal Rumble this weekend. And, I am uh, too. I am too. I'm definitely I'm definitely ready for it and looking forward to it for this this Sunday. I definitely am. Now, what? What does D. Chris Rose have coming up? I know you've been busy on the weekends doing stuff for KZW, and I I am sorry I forget the other promotion that you work for too. You've been uh, you've been working working at the other. What's well now? Name? It's mainly KZW now. Uh huh. That's I'm gonna focus on right now. Is, uh, okay. KZW. What happened with uh, um, Chris Sterling? I uh, took him out of action, um, got his butt on the shelf. He's behind me. He's behind me now. Um, it's time to look forward. The Chris Rose is coming for everybody. And this weekend, I'm going to go one on one with the United States champion. J Mac, who took it from Sterling, and uh, you know what? I'm excited for this. I'm ready to show J Mac who the man is, and that's me, the Chris Rose, the best in KZW. And finally, time I'm not with stupid Chris Sterling, and it's my time again. It's my time now. I'm coming for the United States Champion, be a two-time. KGW I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to it and seeing you as a two-time champion. Because when that be, what this sound great right here? I'd say welcome to the Slammer Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show with the Chris Rose and the KZW United States Champion, the. Chris 
Rose. How's that sound? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I figured you'd like that, man. I I figured you'd like that. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it, man, seeing you get that championship back. I've been saying it forever. The guy needs his belt back. Give it to him. All right? And uh, I want to say... And you know what? KCW never recovered from that. When I lost the championship, it just went downhill. Having me as champion is where the money is. It's gold, baby. That championship back. I mean, I let my guard down and lost it. It's not going to happen this time. I'm new. I'm improved. I'm a new person. And me, Chris Rose coming for the championship. And he's going to take it from J-Mac. It's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight here on the Everly Show Slam of Thursday edition. I do want to mention that um, next week on the, uh, the uh, program, um, that next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, I will have none other than my guest, Natasha Crane, the amazing Amazon, will be on the Everett Lee Show. So be sure to follow that when that happens next Tuesday or this coming Tuesday here of the Everett Lee Show. And also, be sure to follow Podcast City Network, your top source for independent podcasting. Follow them over on uh, podcastcity.net. You can check out shows such as The Everett Lee Show, Chris Carnage Show, Final Score, The Imaginarium with Scott and Todd, and uh, Super Radio Brothers, and The Best Friend Podcast Show, Movie Nights Podcast and Wrestle Popcast and Deathmatch Wrestle Podcast and much, much more over on podcasting.net. Follow my Facebook, Podcasting Network. Give them a thumbs up and send them a tweet over on Twitter at PodcastingNet. Subscribe to the video podcast of the shows that's part of the Podcasting Network over on YouTube, Podcasting Network. And right here, follow, like on Podcasting Network here on Twitch. Audio portions of this podcast and previous release podcast, head over to Everett Lee Show Facebook page. The one that you're viewing right now, give me a thumbs up and send me a tweet over on Twitter at the Everett Lower Score Lee. Follow me on Instagram, Everett Lee Show. And again, I won't screw this up again like I just did the beginning. Audio portions of this podcast and previous release podcasts you can find over on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Podbeam. Please, please download those apps for your phone. Give a rating and a review. It will certainly help me out, and I do from the bottom of my heart appreciate it. So, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
for the Slamming Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show. Everly signing off. Thank you. Have a good night, a good weekend, and I'll see you again this coming Tuesday for another episode of the Everly Show and next Thursday for another edition of Slamming Thursday of the Everly Show. Everly signing off. Peace.